Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Oh, I'm so excited. The Nancy Pelosi, Paul Pelosi vest camera tapes come out today. And just when everybody's paying attention, you know, Friday around three o'clock Eastern, like that's going to be, everybody's going to be talking about that tonight. Uh, uh, so that comes out. Can't wait to see that. Also, uh, we have some some interesting new research about pedophiles. Apparently, we're all sexually attracted to one degree or another to children. Now, I didn't know that myself. Uh, but hey, follow the science. Follow the science. Oh, and the National Archives uh, has come out and said they're just gonna they're just gonna ask all the ex presidents and vice presidents. Just, hey, can you just look around, see if you have any top secret papers, and can you return them to us? So we've gone from helicopter SWAT team going in to bust down a secure door to get a box of stuff everybody knew and admitted was there to, yeah, can you guys just look around in your house and see if you have anything? I mean, if it says top secret, I don't know, maybe consider calling us. Unbelievable. All this and Bill O'Reilly at the bottom of the hour in 60 seconds. All right. Imagine everything in your wallet right now, all of a sudden, worth absolutely nothing. All of your cash, your credit cards, everything worthless. What are you going to do? How are you going to buy food? How will you get gas in your car? <laughs> like there's going to be gas. I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? There's a thousand what ifs surrounding that moment, and you shouldn't take any of them lightly because they are now clearly possible and probable. We are looking at a change in our currency. I think we're going to start seeing the the uh, Fed coin as early as this year, but we're going to get rid of the dollar. The petrodollar is now officially over. You haven't really seen that anywhere, have you? Saudi Arabia is like, you don't need to buy it in U.S. dollars. That is earth shattering. But you haven't felt it yet, but you will. Please call Goldline and find out if gold or silver is right for you. I mean, silver is something that you could have. You could buy cheaply. 
and it will still it will hold its value in fact it will go up in value if if these things come to pass call Goldline now they're waiting for your call at 866 Goldline I'm not asking you to buy anything I'm asking you to start your homework do your homework find out if this is right for you stop delaying 866 Goldline 1866 Goldline or goldline.com they have a special on their gold legal tender bark cars this week Everyone purchased, you're going to receive 25 of the silver Mind Your Business bars. No additional cost. 866-GOLDLINE. So a psychologist at the University of Montreal presented the findings related to research on pedophiles. The lecture titled Pedophilia, Recent and Emerging Research. Oh, now I know I want the latest research from academia. On pedophilia, don't you, Stu? Mm. It was uh, given uh, in March by Ian McFall or McPhail. What a great, what a, I thought that was an L. Are you sure this is a real story? Ian McPhail. Even Ian McPhail, who is described on the university website as a registered psychologist who is currently a postdoctoral fellow. McPhail. (laughs) Come on. I know, isn't that It It makes the story so good. I know it does. He said there are three uh, levels of sexual attraction among the population. Okay, three levels. Three We've levels. Got the three. What are they? Now, be careful. You're going to want to say, "Oh, I'm that one," mm-hmm. but be careful. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Don't jump. Don't too jump early. There's the non-pedophile, the people who claim to have no interest sexually in children. Wow. Right, and you would say. Well, that's me. (laughs) Right. Right. Okay. But no, no, no. No, no. Wait Wait to hear all your options. There is also the non-preferential pedophile. Okay. The people who have roughly equal sexual interest Uh, in children (laughs) and adults. So, you know, you go to a bar. There's a there's a 24 year old woman and a 13 year old, whichever one seems to float your boat right. that particular day. Okay, which one do you connect? That does with? not make you a pedophile. No. that makes you a non preferential pedophile. pedophile. Exactly. And this psychologist wanted people to know that uh, most people have some level of sexual interest in children. Okay, great, great, great for them to let us know that. now. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily agree with that. But you're not jumping too early. You're no, going to hear no, all no, your no. options, right? Here's the other. Okay. Preferential pedophiles. People who have just much more interest in children versus adults. Much more. Much more. So okay. potentially some interest still in adults. Yeah, but there's only category. three categories uh, of people. Okay? <laughs> really? Yeah. Non-pedophiles. People who have no sexual interest in children. Mm-hmm. They claim, but everybody really has some level of sexual interest. That's in, what he claims. That's what he says. Yeah. And what are you? Are I you saying that this science brand here. new <laughs> scientific research might be skewed you're or gonna be inaccurate? Surpri- you're going to be surprised to hear that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> huh. yes. Okay. Well, I'm not going to waste my time then with you. Okay, why, should good. I, why should I waste my time? By the way, let's go to Washington State. Um, Washington State has... Um, has just decided that they are releasing level three sex offenders from McNeil Island. Now, Mm. according to the federal government, these are the worst of the worst. These are the pedophiles and the violent rapists and everything else. Uh, And they're, but they, I mean, we're talking Washington state. Okay. We are not talking crazy people. You know, they know, they know releasing 
all of these violent and and you know worst of the worst inmates from you know sex pedophilia island or whatever it's called they can't just do that uh, to keep everybody safe they are going to resettle them into residential neighborhoods oh, okay. and halfway homes great is that great that's great that's great guys i'd yeah. be worried if they put it in a more urban environment but if <laughs> right. it's going into residential areas right. i'm okay with it yeah. right mm-hmm. you know so i think that's fantastic how close can we get them to schools can we get oh, them? i think we well look at the latest headlines i think we can get them into the front of the classrooms uh if we try really really hard here's another uh story i found interesting after temporarily dying you've got my interest after temporarily dying, there's been some big stories about that in the past. <laughs> right. I remember some books written about this exact topic. one in particular. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. After temporarily dying, he rose from the dead. Yeah, I remember yeah. that one. <laughs> uh, in 2016, Gerald Johnson said he was lifted up out of hell, and I came back to earth. Hmm. Now he's a priest. Now I want you to hear this story. Whether you believe it or not is up to you, but I want you to hear what he said. He said he died in 2016 after a heart attack, and he visited hell before he came back to life. My spirit left my physical body, he explained. I thought I was going upward because I thought I had done so much good in this lifetime and helped so many people, and I made so many decisions that were godly decisions. But as opposed to me going up, I went down. I went literally into the center of the earth, and that's where hell is. Now, I don't know. We don't have new research on that, um, but I'm not sure if it's in the center of the earth. But anyway, mm-hmm. explaining Let's... what he saw in hell, Johnson said he wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. Okay, that's a probably a, yeah, okay. The things that I saw there were indescribable, and it makes me emotional every time I talk about it. He described seeing a man walking on all fours like a dog and getting burned from the head to toe. His eyes were bulging, and worse than that, he was wearing chains on his neck. He was like a hellhound. There was a demon holding the chains. Now, I'm not sure if that's hell or San Francisco. It could very easily be. Like telepathic communication, I knew the demon was sent in this man's life to ride him from childhood to death. Uh, He went on to recall how songs also played a role. Rihanna's umbrella was playing in hell. <laughs> that I totally believe. Totally believe. That I now completely believe this guy. But wait a minute. Hang on. There's there's more. He also said another song was being played by demons to torture the humans sent to hell on a never-ending loop. And it, it was Bobby McFerrin's Don't Worry, <laughs> Be Happy. Wow. He said that blew me away. We went through Blew that. Blew me away. When both of those songs came out, we all went through literal we hell. Did. We did. Because that was exactly yes. what was happening here. Yes. yes. Constant. Ella, Ella, Ella. We got she it. Wants you like them to have another baby. Yeah, he's a base. It was there. I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> I, I believe him. I believe him. Ugh. Uh, that's a factual that's got to be a factual account of, of hell we should talk to him yeah yeah i think I'd, I'd like to hear him i'd like to hear him talk about that you don't think so no i think it would be fascinating yeah, i think it would be so. fascinating i i don't i don't know if i you know believe the rihanna thing but maybe i mean he did say it was to torture people 
to uh, to show that they spent their whole life um, uh, focused on something other than good and evil and God. Uh, they were focused instead so on umbrellas. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. I don't know how God works, but uh, but I think Satan would work this way, you know, through Bobby McFerrin. <laughs> Bobby McFerrin. So there you go. Uh, I don't know if you heard the audio of a new judge that the Biden administration has put up. Mm. Uh, and um, very knowledgeable. Very knowledgeable. I want you to listen to this exchange in the um, in the hearing yesterday. Judge on the far end. Uh, tell, tell me what Article five of the Constitution does. Article 5 is not coming to mind at the moment. Okay. How about Article 2? Neither is Article 2. Okay. (laughs) Do you know what purposivism is? Um, In my... 12 years as an assistant attorney general huh? and my nine years serving as a judge, I was not faced with that precise question. Mm. Um, we are the highest trial court in Washington state. So I'm frequently oh. faced with um, issues that I'm not familiar with released. and I thoroughly review the law, mm. our research and apply the law to the facts presented to me. Well, you're going to be faced with it as a, if you're confirmed. Okay. I can assure you I, that. May I just point out that I'm a little uncomfortable, and call me old-fashioned, but I'm a little uncomfortable with somebody who's a judge who doesn't know the Constitution. However, you shouldn't be, because the Constitution is no longer taught in lawyer school. They don't teach the Constitution. That's not part of your... your uh, what? what? Isn't that the basis of what you're doing? Aren't you, don't you need to know the Constitution? No, you need to know all of the arguments that say that that is an old dusty document. You need mm. to know all the new stuff. You don't need to know the Constitution. Dusty okay. old document yeah. when we have this uh, one that's alive right in front of <laughs> exactly us that right. changes however we want it to change. Yeah. You know, if you missed any part of the program today, go back and listen to the whole podcast. You can get it uh, at, you know, on Apple or iTunes or wherever you get your uh, wherever you get your podcast. You'll be able to get it here shortly after the program. Um, but listen to it because the first half hour of the podcast, I uh, make a case that I don't, I don't know. Have you ever heard anybody make the case that I made on the Constitution and Declaration of Independence? On wow, how, I think only you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on how important it is and how we should start viewing uh, our battle. It was, it, got, it was kind of a spinoff on something that I uh, comments that I had to make to the uh, South Carolina GOP in the House that uh, seemed to be spreading misinformation, but I'm open to hearing their side of it. But that's all on today's podcast. Uh Right now, if you uh, have a hard time getting sleep, uh, I have a hard time falling asleep. Uh, usually I don't wake up once I sleep, uh, go to sleep, but I, I have a hard time falling asleep. I uh, can't get my mind to slow down. 
And there were times like last night where I just wanted to sleep, wanted to sleep. I came home tired. And when I was, uh, you know, it's time for bed, 10 o'clock, I'm like, oh, God, I just got to get to sleep. And I sat and tossed and turned until I realized, what are you doing, stupid? There is something called sleep from Relief Factor. And the Relief Sleep Formula does not, it's not a drug. It's not like an, even an antihistamine. It doesn't have any of those properties. It just I don't know how naturally helps you fall asleep and have a good deep sleep. You don't feel it in the morning because it's completely natural. Unleash the power of great sleep. Call the number 800, the number four, relief. 800, the number four, relief. That's relief factor, but it's it's sleep recipe. Relief sleep, relieffactor.com. 10 seconds, station ID. All right, I want to uh, give you a clip of what is posted now. It uh, was posted yesterday uh, at Blaze TV and will be up for my Saturday podcast. It's Neil Oliver. If you don't know who Neil Oliver is, uh, he was a he's a very famous um, uh, commentator on TV or or I don't know what they call presenter on TV in the UK. And he did all kinds of documentaries for the BBC on history. And he's an archaeologist. And he's had a radical change. Um, He used to trust the government and then COVID happened and he doesn't trust them at all. And he started looking in the World Economic Forum and everything else. Now he's called crazy. He was really well respected until he took on COVID. And I talked to him about, um, you know, freedom and the World Economic Forum uh, and uh, the uh, the history of America as it relates to Scotland. And he taught me something about the pursuit of happiness I'd never heard. Listen to this clip. You mentioned uh, the the impact that Scots had had in North America, and obviously I would echo that. I'm very aware of a a man, a character, uh, Francis Hutchison, who in the latter part of the 18th century, so the 1700s, 1770s something, he held the chair, he was the professor of moral philosophy at Glasgow University. And he, he taught, he preached almost, that rather than being manna from heaven f- falling randomly onto the onto the heads of the blessed, happiness happiness was something that ought to be worked for. And he furthermore he suggested that to make yourself happy, the best way to do that was to work with all of the strength of your body and spirit to improve the lot and the lives of others. Yes. And that the collateral benefit thereby would be your happiness. You would make yourself happy almost by accident. Correct. By making other people's lives better. Now, one of the people that he that picked up that lesson in his classrooms was John Witherspoon. Mm-hmm. John Witherspoon was eventually invited to be the second president of what became Princeton university. Mm-hmm. He, he became the second president. He's also, of course, a signatory of the Declaration of Independence. Mm-hmm. And there's good reason for speculating that the very idea of life, uh, life, love and the, pursu- and the pursuit of life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness, the pursuit of happiness might be an echo of Witherspoon, that happiness was to be earnestly pursued. It wasn't a gift. 
it didn't just happen to lucky people. It was the obligation, the responsibility of each one of us to pursue with all the fibre in our beings, happiness. And by that pursuit, we would make the people around us, the communities, the families, we'd make those people happier as well. So there, there was something fundamental and profound that came out of the, the Enlightenment, the Scottish Enlightenment, that, that went around the world. And there's, there's, there's certainly good reason for thinking mm-hmm. it certainly had an influence on that, on that, um, on that gathering. That, right. that was- so you can listen to the whole. He's fascinating. He's a fascinating guy. Um, but I, I found I'd never heard that before. And I know Witherspoon, uh, and I know the role he played, but the idea of the pursuit of happiness is really, that goes hand in hand with uh, moral sentiments and the wealth of nations. You know, people know the wealth of nations, which is the, the understanding of capitalism, but moral sentiments says, if you're not pursuing to better your uh, fellow man, it will the invisible hand of the market will come up and choke you, which is basically what we're having now. And so he was arguing that you have to have a religious and moral people. Same thing that George Washington later said in his farewell address. If you're going to have capitalism, you have to have a religious and moral people. That makes sense with the pursuit of happiness. That happiness comes. Freedom comes. Happiness comes. Uh, wealth comes when you are honestly seeking to help other people and and if you tie that into the capitalist system and you are doing it to serve other people it works it's our pursuit of happiness my work helps me uh, find joy because what I'm doing is connecting with others and making their life better. That's true for me. I think that is a profound thought. The Glenn Beck Program. If you're uh, if you're like everybody else, you probably like to just get into your car always and not have to worry about starting the engine and it not starting or having something go wrong with it while you're you know on the road. Unfortunately, your car may have other plans in mind. And when that happens, especially after your warranty is expired, uh, you're going to be on the hook for thousands of dollars. CarShield offers affordable plans to fit every budget. And they're going to they're going to want to uh, you're going to want to have them design a um, uh, a affordable plan for you and with you. Because costly repairs are coming. If you don't have a warranty, they're coming. And they have saved me a buttload of money, and they can do the same for you. I want you to call CarShield. Save 20% on your plan. You'll always be prepared for the unexpected. You'll be able to keep your budget in line without these big surprises that cripple us. Call 800-227-6100. 800-227-6100. Or go to carshield.com slash beck. 800-227-6100. Carshield.com slash Beck. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn and use the promo code Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Bill O'Reilly, coming up next. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. It is Mr. Bill O'Reilly joining us, giving us uh, the biggest stories of the week. B- 
Bill, I loved your article on the Biden derangement syndrome uh, that you're saying you're going through. I love this. Uh, I feel like that French police supervisor in the Pink Panther movies, Peter Sellers playing Inspector Clouseau, slowly drives the guy insane with his incompetence every time I see <laughs> Joe Biden. Uh, I have to tell you, I, that was, uh, what was it, uh, Chief Inspector, what was his name? Uh, but you're exactly uh, right. I feel exactly the same way. The actor who played him was Herbert Lom, L-O-M. I forget his name in the movie, but... yeah. You know, I'm trying. I'm trying, Beck, to be fair, Dreyfus, um, because that's what I do. Yeah. And um, if I have Biden derangement syndrome um, (BDS), <laughs> then what happens is that no matter what the issue, you try to spin it negative against Biden to bolster your opinion that he's no good. Okay, so wait a minute. That is a derange- derangement syndrome. But I have to tell you. Um, you know, people could have said I had Trump derangement syndrome at the beginning, but I said, no, no, no. If he gets into office and he does the things that he says he's going to do, then I'll be for him and not blindly for him. There were still things that he did that I disagreed with. Uh, bump stocks was one of them. And that that's a big one. We're paying for that now, even today. Um so to be able to say, I really don't like this guy, but this guy did this right. The problem is Biden has a track record of exactly zero when it comes to things that are helpful for America. The only thing that he's been able to do actually is two things um, is keep the economy at least expanding in the gross national product. But that's all wiped out by the incredible inflation that is hurting Americans. The other thing is, I, I, I don't think he's handled Ukraine badly. I think Putin's on the ropes, and that's obviously what we, this is all about. Wait, 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 not, wait, 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 wait. It's wait, not wait. about Zelensky or anything like that. It's about getting Putin out of there. So and, I am I, I, I'm glad you brought this up, because one of the biggest stories of the week is the tank exchange, yeah. which I think is one of the worst things that we could do. That's horrible. See, I disagree with you. Oof. Uh, I know, Beck. Right. Um, I, I'm, I'm um, anxious to hear your, your thinking I wouldn't on it. give Ukraine planes, okay? I wouldn't give them fighter jets because then they could possibly use them to bomb Russian territory, which then would change the Russians' people perception of Putin. They don't like Putin now. Putin's on the ropes. He's on the skids. Uh, more than 100,000 Russians dead, a universal draft that nobody wants. This guy is going to go out, I think, this year. And that's what this is all about. It's not about really Ukraine. It's about destroying Putin. I know, but and, that is but, but giving them offensive weapons. Do we happen to have the cut from what I think it was yesterday that we played the flashback of Biden saying just less than a year ago, uh, that this this would mean World War Three. Listen to this. The idea, the idea that we're going to send in offensive equipment and have planes and tanks and trains, and trains uh, going in with that. American pilots and American crews. Just understand, and uh, don't kid yourself. No matter what you all say, that's called World War Three. Okay. okay. So we didn't. We're not giving the the pilots, if you will, of these tanks. They're not Americans. But no. we are we are sending all of our uh, American military experts to teach them. Well, 
I mean, it's such a fine line. All right, but but Beck, there's no downside to the United States right now, and it weakens Putin's um, ability to launch a spring offensive. See, these these tanks aren't going to be used by the Ukrainians in an offensive capacity. They don't have the supply lines, Beck. This I know that that's one of the big. They don't have the supply lines to do it. That is, they'll they'll stack the tanks up along with the. lepers from germany and the old polish tanks that they're going to bring in to defend to defend a territory that they don't want to lose they're not going to roll into stalingrad and this is the uh, no, but do anniversary you think, by do the you way, think that they will ro- uh, roll into uh, crimea no i don't think so because okay. again what zelensky's trying to do is just wear down Putin and the Russians so that they withdraw. The only thing propping Russia up there now is the Wagner Group. Do you know the Wagner Group? I do know the Wagner Group. Okay, so they're mercenaries, and forty they have 50,000 soldiers really bad. in Ukraine. 40,000 of them are convicts that they grabbed out of jail that Putin released to right. fight for them. Okay, the Russian army can't do anything. They're they're getting their butt kicked every time they put their heads up. That that Wagner group is not going to be able to last. So, look, this is a, a chess game at the highest level. But I tell people, you've got to get rid of Putin because Putin is out of his blanket mind. He's not reasonable. He could do anything. And people go, oh, what about the nukes? What about the nukes? He can't launch nukes without the cooperation of the Russian military. Okay, okay. so so um, let's, let me switch topics here to Ron Klain. Sure. He's out as Biden's chief of staff and the new guy coming in. Your thoughts on this? Okay, so what this is all about is a power struggle between Susan Rice the top economic advisor to Biden, who's best friends with the Obamas, and Ron Klain. And Susan Rice won. That's what this is all about. Hasn't been reported anywhere, anything like that. Klain doesn't really care because he sees that this is a disaster and he wants to make some money on the lecture circuit. Okay? So he'll go out and make a few million dollars running around in Democratic groups and, and telling everybody how great Biden is and how great he is. But he's only got a short window to do that because Biden's not going to run for president in 24, and things are going to get worse in America this year in 23. There's going to be big, big layoffs all over the place. I don't know if there's going to be a recession per se, but it's not going to improve because Biden doesn't know what he's doing. Now, the biggest story this week to me was Biden and Jean-Pierre going out to say the Republican Party wants to destroy Social Security and Medicare. (laughs) Okay, this is just such a fantasy and such a lie. And this isn't a misrepresentation or a spin. This is just a lie. It's akin to what uh, Biden said about the voting rights. We're going to put y'all back in chains. Remember that? Yep. Okay. And of course, in Georgia, we're record turnouts for the midterms and almost every other state had record turnouts. So there's there's no voter suppression. That's just a lie that they made up. And this is another lie that the Republican Party wants to do away with uh, Social Security and Medicare. Okay. Now, the reason they get away with this is because the corporate media, which is collapsing, I mean, really fast. I mean, I can't believe it. Bill, we talked earlier about the ratings. Fox News, 
uh, has now and, and they're on top of the list. You know, they're the big dogs still, but their ratings in the demo of 25, 54 year old adults, their primetime ratings are the kinds of numbers that we had at headline news. And we thought they were a disaster at the time. Right. Nobody's watching cable news anymore. I had the last quarter that I was on Fox News. I had these numbers enshrined. It's <laughs> crazy. And I did a million 25 to 54 on occasion. I know. A million. I know. And they're lucky if their primetime shows do 300,000. Lucky. Now. So, anyway, it's, but it's not just cable news. It's. The network news, and I, I mean, they, it's all it's of it. All, all going. So, so the Biden administration knows that it can say whatever it wants to say, and people just go, they kind of yawn. Oh, okay, okay, fine. It's like Baghdad Bob. Remember Baghdad yep, Bob and yep, the Iraq yep. War? Yep. We're winning. We're we're winning. Whoa, duck! Hey, right. Um, it's the same level of propaganda. And Jean Pierre, I mean, this woman, I almost feel sorry for her now. She's not smart enough to know that what she's saying is total gibberish. She's just not smart enough to know that. But she goes out there and she does know that the press corps has absolutely no use for her at all. None. No Uh, respect for her. I've never seen anyone at her level be as bad as she is. She still reads her answers from a book. Why don't you just give me the book? And let's cut out the middleman here. It's well, not the same book that Biden has. Yeah. So Biden, he's, this week, and he is entertaining. We, you got to give him that. He's he's looking he's looking for Dan, the congressman in Virginia, um, and it's Don. Okay? <laughs> the guy's name is Don, and he's going, Dan, where are you, Dan? And and everybody's looking around, going, Dan, Dan who? We don't know Dan. <laughs> you know, is we have Don. We don't have Dan. Where are you? Where where are you? Oh. So yeah, I mean this guy. I mean, the president of the United States, you've got to be respectful to the office, um, is beyond anything that I've seen. And I think you would concur with this. In our lifetime, we have never seen this level of, A, deception. Hey, the border's secure. The border, no, it's not. You are delusional. Right. And that's the key word. It's crazy. He's delusional. So, um, Bill, let me ask you one more question, and then uh, uh, we got to run. But the uh, uh, the Pelosi tapes come out at 3 p.m. Eastern time today, the, uh, the body cam footage. Are we going to see anything? This is because the New York Times, L.A. Times, uh, and somebody else sued uh, the uh, district attorney and said, you got to release this body cam footage. Yeah. Are we going to find out anything in it? Is going to be any... You know, I'd just be, I'd just be guessing. I uh, warned every commentator not to speculate on this kind of thing because nobody really knows. I suspect that the San Francisco Police Department would have leaked something if, it, if there had been something untoward mm. that night. I suspect that would have happened to get out in front of it. Yeah. I, the only thing that makes me think there might be something there um, that's, you know, more than subtle is that uh, both sides said this will just increase misinformation. And when people see the tape, conspiracy theories will start. Uh, and of course, that's true. 
Um, well, I mean, you, the point that you made is a good one, that they had to get the Freedom of Information to get it released. It's not right. like they wanted to put it out. Right. Um, now, there is a privacy concern. I understand that. you got an 80-year-old guy he's being terrorized, and, you know, this video is not going to help him. Um, but I think that in this case, as if you don't know anything about the story, then don't guess. And and that we live in yeah. a country now. Speculation is just everywhere on everything. They don't know, and I don't. I try not to do that. Good. You know, I try to just basically make my analysis on a fact based um, situation. Bill, thank you so much. It's always good to have you on. Uh, you can find Bill O'Reilly and get his commentary every day uh, in his No Spin News. You can find him at BillOReilly.com. That's BillOReilly.com. Back in a minute. Remember how good you felt the first time you really started to eat healthy after, you know, eating only fattening garbage for most of your life? What's that like? Because I've never. Anyway, um, Uno used to be a terrible eater. Um, we gave him dry kibble. We thought it was fine. As it turns out, that's dead sterilized food. It's really it's not good. Uh, and I'd almost have to hold him at gunpoint to eat now. What I'm going to suggest to you is not a change in his dog food. It's a supplement that was developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black. And you sprinkle this on the dog food, just a little bit of it. It is so many vitamins, minerals, probiotics, probiotics, antioxidants, you name it. If it's healthy for your dog, it's most likely in rough greens. Um, I want you to try this. They want you to try it. Um, but, you know, if your dog doesn't like it and won't eat it, then it's not going to help. So they want to send you a first a trial bag for free. Just to make sure your dog likes it as much as Uno does. If they do, get the full bag and start feeding uh, your your uh, dog with this on top of it. They will lick the bowl clean, most likely, and you will start to see healthy changes in your dog quickly. It's Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck, or call 833-GLEN-33. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck Program. You know, listening to uh, Bill O'Reilly talk on uh, Ukraine is, is fascinating to me because I really disagree with him on the tanks. However... He may be right uh, when it comes to the supply line running those tanks on, you know, jet fuel and just, you know, the mechanics of it and the parts of it. You're not taking that everywhere as Ukraine. They don't have a supply chain. However, he was making the point he's going to use it as a defensive weapon. Well, that's not a defensive weapon. That's an offensive weapon. But if you can't use the supply chain, you don't have that, then it would be a defensive weapon. Um, he doesn't think that they'll use it for Ukraine. I think this is going to be used in the spring for a, a, a big offense uh, that Zelensky is going to try to pull off. You're saying in Crimea. In especially, well, especially Crimea. Um, and if they go into Crimea, um, I can't tell them that they shouldn't. I mean, that's been part of Ukraine. Russia just took it. Russia claims that it's theirs. Ukraine claims that it's theirs. I'm fine with them going into the Ukraine and trying to take it out and take it back. However, I just would like to not have my name on a tank that they're using. 
Uh, you know, yeah. that's the problem. I don't want to be roped into this. I don't want to be in World War Three. No. I, I think, you know, like there's another world. Let's say Ronald Reagan is president. You know, where you, you sit back and you say, well, I, I think he's really competent. I think he really, you know, I, I trust his vision for the country. He's proven a long record of of good decision making in this realm. Maybe you could talk me into some of this stuff, but like some of it with with. And again, that doesn't mean unlimited funding, but like, correct. You know, when you're talking about tanks, it's really drawing the line where I think my biggest worry is. These guys are really, really bad at almost everything they do. The fact that they're going to be able to walk this line successfully to avoid World War III seems to me to be a real long shot. And, and that's what really scares if me. if they can stir up a global war uh, and get the United States involved, they've got tons of money that they can launder and use. We've, they've already proven themselves to be crooks, just as bad as is Russia and crooks and corruption. We, we should not be involved in that. We've done our part and supported them. I do not want to be involved in a war over Ukraine with Russia. The Glenn Beck Program.